RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents Transcribe, the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. For your enjoyment, here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Scharf and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. Phil has never been a jealous husband, believing that Alice's life only began when she met him. Today, a surprising bit of Alice's past comes to light. More about that later, but first, this word from RCA Victor. The most important difference between one radio and another is the way it sounds. It's the tone that really counts. And that's why you should choose an RCA Victor radio, because there's nothing to compare with RCA Victor's golden throat tone system. Music is brought to you virtually free of distortion. From the deep low notes of a cello to the sharp highs of a flute, music fairly floats from the golden throat. So if you want brilliant tones and beautiful music, you'll want an RCA Victor radio like the Blaine, for example. The Blaine is RCA Victor's lowest price table radio with the golden throat. It's inexpensive, superbly styled, and the Blaine comes in seven smart decorator colors to fit any color scheme. So visit your RCA Victor dealer tomorrow and get this dramatic new table model, the RCA Victor Blaine. And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Faye and Bill Harris. This morning, Alice had an unexpected phone call. An old boyfriend of hers came into town and phoned her. However, Alice was at rehearsal with Phil, and William took the message. Oh, Alice, I could hardly wait for you to get home. Guess who called while you were out? George Henderson. George Henderson? Oh, no, not George Henderson. Willie, are you sure it was George Henderson? That's who he said it was, George Henderson. Well, now that we got the name set, um, <laughs> may I ask a question? What? Just who is this Sam Mankiewicz? <laughs> Stop kidding. George is an old boyfriend of mine. He was my first love. Didn't I ever tell you about Georgie Porgy? Not that I remember. Georgie Porgy. <laughs> That's what I used to call him. Oh, gosh, he was so cute. And he called me Alicey Wallacey. Uh-huh. How'd you two ever manage to grow up without getting shot at? <laughs> Just who is the guy? Well, I told you, he's an old boyfriend of mine. I used to go out with him when I was 16. You never told me about this Henderson guy. No, oh, I did, too. I mentioned him several times. I used to tell you about going out with George. Don't you remember? Yeah, but I thought you meant George Arliss. <laughs> oh, now, don't be catty. George Henderson was young and extremely good-looking. In fact, he's the best-looking man I've ever seen. How long have you had bad eyes, kid? <laughs> you married the best-looking man you've ever seen. Oh, Phil, stop being conceited. I ain't conceited. I just happen to have everything. <laughs> everything? Yeah. I'm lovely to look at, delightful to hold, and having to kiss. 
A combination like this Is something you never thought That you would see Imagine getting a dream like me Let me hold that note a little longer Say, Willie Willie, what's George doing in town? Well, he's here on business He's staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel And he said he'd like to see you So I I invited him over Oh, Willie, you shouldn't have done that Why not? Oh, I'm no longer interested in him, Phil. When I married you, I put all other men out of my mind. (laughs) I don't even remember what George looked like. You don't? No. Except that he had blue eyes that twinkled when he laughed, a dimple in his left cheek when he smiled, blonde wavy hair parted on the right side, and he was six feet one and three quarters inches in his shoes, which were size nine and a half B. How you like that? She even cased his feet. Look, Alice, there's just one more thing I'd like to know about this man that you can't remember. Was his liver in good condition? I don't recall, but if you're really interested, I'll go up and get his x-ray pictures out of my hope chest. It won't take... Never mind! (laughs) No, Bill, on second thought, I think I will have George over for old time's sake. I'd like to have you meet him. Well, I don't want to meet him. And I ain't having no old boyfriends coming over here trying to steal you. Oh, Phil, don't be silly. I'll admit George is impetuous, but... I'll bet that's George now. Oh, it is, huh? Well, you wait here. I'll take care of him. I'll show this guy he can't come over here and take Alice away from me. Beat it! I know why you're here. You're in love with my wife and you're trying to steal her. That's only partly true, <laughs> I don't really love her. I'm just after her money. <laughs> All right, Bradley, just forget about it. I thought it was somebody else. Whom were you expecting? Alice's boyfriend. Which one? (laughs) Hey, Remley. Hmm? Let me ask you something. Now, concentrate for a minute. When I'm away, do you ever see a boyfriend of Alice's hanging around the house? What does this guy look like? Well, he wears a nine and a half shoe, and he has his x-ray pictures in my wife's hope chest. (laughs) No, I haven't seen Marvin around lately. (laughs) But I've seen the other guy... What other guy? The one that wears a six and seven-eighths derby and keeps his beard in your wife's bureau. (laughs) Really? Hmm? I'll stop if you will. Okay. Now, tell me, what are you talking about? No, on the level. Now, there's an old boyfriend of Alice's in town, and she wants him over for dinner, and I don't. And I got to think of some way to discourage Alice. Why? Because she raved about the guy She said he was one of the handsomest men she ever saw when she was young Well, that was ages ago (laughs) This guy must be a hundred years old by now Hey, you know something, you're right I never thought of that Not about (laughs) The best way to discourage Alice is to have him over here She remembers him as he used to be Today, he's probably an old, bald-headed guy with a paunch and whiskers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then when she sees him wheeling them in, she'll appreciate what she got. <laughs> what she got? <laughs> She's got me. But you know something, Remley, you're right. I'm going to let him come over, and then when Alice sees this broken-down character, I'll have nothing to worry about. That's right. Hey, I'm going to tell Alice I changed my mind. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Hey, Alice! Hey, honey, come in a minute. You sure the guy's old, huh, Remley? He's got to be. Yeah. Did you call me, Phil? Oh, yeah. Look, Alice, uh, 
I've changed my mind, uh, uh-huh. honey. If, well, if it'll make you happy to see your old boyfriend, then by all means, you should see your old boyfriend. Well, that's very considerate of you, dear, but aren't you afraid that, well, we might pick up where we left off? No, I ain't the least bit... Where'd you leave off? (laughs) Sweethearts, and I was madly in love with him. Then why don't you marry him? Oh, we were too young. And I'm glad I didn't, because later on, my true love came along. One night, I walked into a nightclub, and there on the bandstand stood a curly-headed band leader... He was handsome, sophisticated, and charming. I fell madly in love with him, and I married him. I didn't know you were ever married to Rudy Valley. <laughs> She's talking about me. Ain't you? <laughs> oh, of course I am, honey. You're the only man I ever think about, and... Oh, that must be George now. I'm going upstairs and powder my nose and comb my hair and change my dress. I can't let him see me like this. You let him in, Phil. She's certainly anxious to see her old boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Is she in for a surprise? Hey, tell me again. What's he going to look like, really? He'll be bald and paunchy with heavy jowls and bags under his eyes. Oh, poor Alice. (laughs) Wait till she sees this Rip Van Winkle. I'll let him in. Come on in, Rip <laughs> I beg your pardon Oh, oh, I'm sorry I was expecting someone else And I... Hey Ain't you Van Johnson? No, no People are always mistaking me for him uh, My name is George Henderson Tilt! Ain't he, Curly? Remley, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> this guy looks like a Greek god. I gotta keep Alice from seeing him. Uh, does Alice Fay live here? Who? <laughs> Alice Fay. Ever heard of her? <laughs> Remley, you know anybody by the name of Alice Fay? Fay? Yeah, Fay. Fay. <laughs> Sounds vaguely familiar. Wasn't there an old movie star by that name? <laughs> I wouldn't know She must have been before my time <laughs> Well, I, I guess I made a mistake I'm sorry to trouble you And I Phil? see Phil, is that George Henderson? Wait a minute Who was that? It sounded like Alice Oh, no, no That, uh, that was my parrot you heard <laughs> Your parrot says Is that George Henderson? Yeah <laughs> Strangest thing about that bird <laughs> He never did learn to say Polly wants a cracker (laughs) All he ever says is Is that George Henderson? (laughs) Very unusual bird Phil, Phil, will you please come up here and help hook me up? Well, who was that? His parrot (laughs) She's having trouble getting into her corset (laughs) His parrot wears a corset? Yeah, yeah, see, we're fattening her up for Thanksgiving We're too poor for a turkey Curly, I think you've gone about as far as you can go Mister, that was Alice's voice I recognize it Now, look, may I come in? Yeah, all right, buddy, all right Step right in here Go ahead, go, go on in there in the living room Thank you So the guy's changed, huh, Remley? If Alice ever sees this Adonis, I'm dead Curly, 
maybe he hasn't changed, but um, Alice has. What do you mean? <laughs> he hasn't seen her yet, and if we discourage him enough, he wouldn't want to see her. Yeah. Yeah, that ought to work. <laughs> Hold it a minute. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Henderson, are you sure you want to see Alice? Well, of course I'm sure. I'm very anxious to see her. You know, I haven't seen her for quite a few years. Ah, oh, she certainly was a beautiful girl. Was, yes. <laughs> Is, no. <laughs> you see, she's changed. Changed? Well, in what way? Oh, it, it's difficult to describe. Poor creature. <laughs> for your own sake, mister, I don't think you ought to see her. But I want to see her. I, I insist. Very well. That'll be 40 cents, please. <laughs> 40 cents uh, for what? You don't think we show the thing for nothing, do you? <laughs> Five minutes, it'll be feeding time. Rambling. Overdo it. Pay no attention to him, George. Alice hasn't changed that much. Well, I didn't think she would. She always had a gorgeous figure. Tell me, uh, does she still have it? Oh, yes, yes. Of course, it's hard to see under all those layers of fat. <laughs> but I imagine it's still there. Alice got fat? Well, is it noticeable? Oh, only when she tries to come down the stairs. <laughs> she keeps getting wedged in between the banister and the wall. <laughs> she gets wedged between the banister and the wall? Well, not if I remember to butter her hips. <laughs> well, uh, uh, look... Uh... Maybe I'd better run, run along. I'm a little late. Yeah, you run along, and I'll tell Fat so you couldn't wait. I'll tell her... Oh, here that... I am. George. Alice. Alice, you shouldn't come down without your fat on. <laughs> you catch cold. What's that? Yes, that's what I'd like to know. Alice, your figure hasn't changed a bit. Oh, you're just as beautiful as you ever were. Oh, George. You know, you haven't changed either. You're just as handsome as you ever were. <clears throat> I've never forgotten you, Alice. And I've never forgotten you either, George. <clears throat> we were so much in love, Alice. Yes, yes, we were. Did you ever get married, George? No, I didn't. Did you ever get married, Alice? No, I didn't. Ow! I forgot. What do you mean you forgot? Alice, tell that guy who I am. Well, certainly. George, I want you to meet my husband. Alice, this is your husband? <laughs> George, please don't look at me like that. Well, why did you marry him? I couldn't help myself. It was during the war and there was a shortage of everything. I had to take what All I right. Alice, it's remarkable how the years haven't changed you at all. Why, you're the same girl I used to take out and go to dances with. Do you remember those dances? Oh, how could I forget? We used to dance and you'd sing to me. 
Hey, uh, could we do that now just for old time's sake? Oh, I'd be glad Hold to. Hold it, Buster. <laughs> you ain't putting your arm around my wife. Oh, but, Phil, I was just going to sing while I danced with him. Never mind. You just sing. I'll dance with him. <laughs> mon chéri, mon chéri, I adore you. Mon amour, mon amour, I implore you. Which means give us a little kiss, please, Miss Faye. Voulez-vous, voulez-vous, this is what I want from you. Voulez-vous, voulez-vous, this is what I want from you. Un from your lips, even kiss my fingertips. Elle amour, ooh la la. I better run to my mama. She has always taught me to beware of things like this. But hugs and kisses thrill me. Why miss all this bliss while I miss? So voulez-vous, voulez-vous? You know how much I love you. Voulez-vous, voulez-vous? Now I ask you, voulez-vous? Je vous aime beaucoup. Toujours, pour toujours, pour tout, tout l'amour. Voulez-vous, mon chéri, mon amour, c'est très grand Voulez-vous, voulez-vous, c'est amour, je désire pour vous. On baiser from your lips, even kiss your fingertips. Et l'amour, oh la la, better run to your mama. Has always taught me Yes, to beware of things like these Oh, but hugs and kisses thrill me Why miss all this bliss while I miss So voulez-vous, voulez-vous You know how much I love you Voulez-vous, voulez-vous Now I ask you, voulez-vous Thank you. I enjoyed that very much. Don't mention it, George. You were very light on your nine and a half. <laughs> I was talking to Alice. Alice, this is just like old times. Oh, we used to have a lot of fun together. Ah, we sure did. Say, uh, do you remember the day we went to Coney Island and rode on everything? Yes, yes. And do you remember the time we went to the zoo in Central Park and fed the animals? Oh, yes. <laughs> but the time I'll never forget is the night you and I went moonlight canoeing. Well, I, I remember I, I put my arm around you and you looked up at me. George, and... don't tell them. Let I... that boy talk. <laughs> what happened, Mr. Henderson? What happened? <laughs> Nothing happened. You know, George, I still have pictures in my album of that day at Coney Island. Would you like to see them? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, let's go in and look at them. You stay here, Phil. They wouldn't interest you. Come on, George. Wait a minute. I'm coming with curly, you. I'm not... Curly, Curly, don't. You can't go in there. Why not? The young folks want to be alone. <laughs> but Frankie, she's going to show him the album. They'll, they'll be sitting close together. Curly, don't get excited. The joke's on him. He'll never get to see the pictures. Why not? Alice just turned the light out. <laughs> now she's locking She is not What are you trying to do, Remley? I'm just preparing you for what might happen 
After all, this guy is younger than you and better looking. I know, I know, I know. So what if he is better looking? I'm more romantic than he is. <laughs> I know it, Curly, but you got to prove it to Alice. And I know how you can do it. How? You and George have a kissing contest with Alice. <laughs> How's that work? <laughs> you each take turns kissing Alice and see who's the best. Suppose I lose. <laughs> you can't. Just to help you out, I'll get in on it, too. <laughs> One of us is bound to beat him <laughs> I'll do it on one condition hmm? You gotta add your score to mine <laughs> Come on, we'll go in and challenge him Wait a minute There ain't gonna be no kissing contest With my wife as the target Where is your competitive spirit? <laughs> Remley, this is serious For the first time I realize I might lose, Alice Well, so what? You still have me <laughs> I still have sinus trouble, too <laughs> help any. Don't you realize, Remley? Why, if I ever lost Alice, I don't know what I'd do. She does everything for me, and she means so much to Oh, Remley, I can't go with you. Anybody home? I brought Negroni. I just couldn't bear to see it. Well, if it ain't the little white cloud that's fried. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Mr. Harris? Oh, Julius, I'm in a terrible spot. I'm afraid I've lost my most valuable possession, the thing that means more to me than anything else in the world. Don't take it so hard. You can always get another corkscrew. <laughs> Julius, don't jest with Mr. Harris. He's reached a crisis in his life. That's right, kid. My wife may leave me tomorrow. Why? Well, there's another man. I don't the... mean that. Why is she going to wait till tomorrow? <laughs> I think I'll ignore that <laughs> I can't understand it, Remley No woman had ever left me before Maybe you've lost your appeal, Curly Rubbish <laughs> It isn't pot. Hey, Julius, I want to ask your honest opinion Do you think I'm attractive to the opposite sex? The opposite sex or what? <laughs> If Alice prefers George to you, there's nothing you can do yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I guess you're right. Might as well give up. What kind of a man are you? You gotta fight for the woman you love. Show her that you're a better man than he is. Yeah, yeah. And I know exactly how I can do it. I'm gonna beat him by using my brain. Why pick your weakest weapon? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just the guy who can do it. I'll show him up right in front of Alice. I'll show him I'm a better man than he is. Watch me. Get set, Curly. Here they come. Oh, oh the pictures were wonderful, Alice. They certainly brought back a lot. Harris, what are you doing? Standing on my hands? <laughs> Let's see you do it. Oh, Phil, stop being ridiculous. Stand on your feet. All right, all right. 
Fellas, you can let go of my ankles now. Right. <laughs> Harris, Alice invited me to dinner. I'd like to wash up before. Uh, well, what are you doing now? Touching my toes with my tongue. <laughs> Let's see you do it. Look, all I want to do is get washed. Uh, where's the bathroom? I'll show you where it is. Oh, thanks. I'll start you even and race you there and back. Look, I don't want to race. Get down on your hands and knees. <laughs> all right. I think it's stupid, but if it's the only way I can get to the bathroom, I'll do it. <laughs> Come on, get down on your hands and knees. Get on your mark, get set, go! <laughs> Well, Harris, now that I raced you, I hope you... Uh, well, where is Harris? He's still on his hands and knees. <laughs> he ain't been able to get up yet. Well, it ain't my fault. The kids left some chewing gum on the rug and my knee got stuck to it. <laughs> I'm not at my best on land anyway. <laughs> you just come on out in the swimming pool. We'll dive in and race four lengths. But I don't want to swim. No, afraid, huh? Well, you're going to swim whether you like it or not. Come on. Well, well, Harris, now that I beat you, are you satisfied that... that... Oh, where is he now? I don't know. <laughs> he dove in. That's the last we saw. <laughs> been down there five minutes now. What do you think we ought to do? Let's wait ten more minutes, and if you don't show up, we'll go in and have dinner. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, he beat me at this too, huh? Yeah, but we ain't giving up. We'll get him this time. Come on out of the pool and put these boxing gloves on. Boxing gloves, that's it. I'll knock his brains out. All right, Henderson, put on them gloves. Let's get started. But, Harris, I don't want to fight. Don't I... stall. Put the gloves on. Let's go. Well, Harris, are you satisfied now? Can I go in and... Shh, shh, shh. Don't disturb him. He's still unconscious. <laughs> oh, oh. What hit me? I hurt so... Ooh. What's this big lump under my ear? Your nose. <laughs> well, Alice, honey, I guess I'm not much good. So if you want to leave me for George, go ahead. No, no. You need me, Clyde. <laughs> Come on upstairs and I'll put you to bed. All right, honey. Then you don't prefer George to me? No, of course not. No, Alice, you're a wonderful wife. You're the best wife a guy ever had. I don't know what I'd do without you. And darling, if I'm too heavy for you, you can put me down. <laughs> Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. This is the season for portable radios, the season to enjoy them at the beach, at the ballpark, or out at the picnic ground. So make sure now your portable is in top condition for summer listening. 
Have it checked by your local radio dealer or serviceman. He's an expert and knows portables best. And he knows the radio batteries that give the best performance. That's why he features RCA radio batteries. The batteries that are radio engineered for extra listening hours. So no matter what make of portable radio you own, have it inspected now by your local radio dealer serviceman. And if it needs new batteries, remember, there are RCA batteries to fit your portable regardless of make. Buy them from your local radio dealer. And this summer, enjoy extra hours of portable listening pleasure. This is Phil again. In the flood areas of our country, remember that it is your Red Cross which has set up shelters for the homeless and is providing food and clothing and medical care. So ask yourself, where would flood victims turn if there were no Red Cross? When you think of that, you'll want to contribute whatever you can to the present emergency. Please help if you're able to do so. Thank you very much, and good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. This program is produced and transcribed by Paul Phillips. Remember, whether you're buying a television set, a radio, a Victrola phonograph, or record, put your faith in the cornerstone of American home entertainment for three generations. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in television. Next, Theater Guild on the Air stars Madeline Carroll over NBC.